Welcome to the Legacy Music Hour. My name is Brent Weinbach. I am Rob F. Switch. This is the Video Game Music Podcast featuring third and fourth generation video game music. So that's that's uh, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, TurboGrafx-16, Sega Master System, stuff like and that. Atari Lynx. Game Boy, Game Gear, Turbo, Turbo Express. Graphics. That's the same thing. PC Engine Express. PC Engine. Um, this is episode 260. And... Um, you know, we're here with Gabe Castro, as mm. usual. Hello. And, uh, well, I mean, look, we've, it's, we're here. Yeah, here we are once again. It's been another month and got some new tracks lined up for you. <clears throat> Before all that, I wanted to mention that we have a Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash Legacy Music Hour. What can you find there? Well... Um, if you want to see full video of the episode, we, we record these on Zoom. So if you want to see our facial expressions and, I don't know, you want to see sometimes some bobbing of heads and so forth, well, Pick, you can... Picking of teeth? Picking of teeth. You can um, see the, all that on patreon.com slash Hour. There's also a kind of a game review series that I do on there. And I think we're up to... Uh, well, going to be 39 episodes soon. Um, coming up on the newest one, which I think by the time this episode is released, this should be up, will be episode 39, and that will feature, uh, you know, it's a games that i played, been playing recently, and so a lot of times Gabe joins in on it, the episodes because sometimes the, they're games that he's played a lot of. And, um, I like to watch. He, and yeah, and so that's there's Double Dragon Two on the latest one for the Nintendo, uh, Power Blade for Nintendo, Final Fight for Super Nintendo, and Falcion for the Famicom Disk System. Um, and so that you know you can check that out. Also, sometimes we do these occasional bonus episodes about collecting games, and Gabe and I have done I guess a few of those at this point um, the first one was just kind of about stupid. yeah about sort of the ridiculousness of collecting games which we do we collect games and it's um, you know we kind of talked about sort of how the the, val- the the sort of subjective value set of each individual and how that plays into collecting and how it, it plays into sort of the arbitrariness of collecting. And then um, we also did a thing, a tips and tricks on how to collect games cheaply or cheaper than, than normal and tips on doing that and getting import games for, uh, in a cheap way of doing that. And then the latest one we did, the most recent one, is we did 10 great games under $15. And so we just went through a list of 10 games each that you that according to pricecharting.com are under $15. And um, even though that site's not the most accurate when it comes to that stuff, but that was sort of uh, what we went by. And um, yeah, and you know, we're going to do one again. Maybe Rob would want to join in on the next one. Love it. 
love it. Because mm. there's so many more games that are under fifteen dollars. Um, and then, but anyway, yeah, those are two. Yeah, I, I guess both of those came out in the last month. I think the tips on collecting, the tips on how to get stuff for cheaper than normal. And yeah, so that's that's some stuff. And then I don't know. There's some playthroughs on there. Sometimes archived live streams um, from Twitch. And uh, Gabe does some playthroughs on there that are just exclusive to the, to Patreon. That's right. If you're thinking of where to start, I would say uh, just just the tips. Start out with this. Just the tips. <laughs> uh huh. And then and, ease into the rest of it. And then turn. And then ease into turning tricks. Um. Rob does flight simulator stuff, and he has that up there. So, there's different things you can check out. Anything else to mention? No? Mm. I think that's all we got. Okay. Uh, we'll get, I guess we'll just get right into it then, I think. Let me um, fade <clears throat> this music out. Um, and we'll get into the okay. music. We're going to do another sort of free play as we normally do, and... Um, I think Rob is going to start things off. Okay. I've been sitting on some tracks for quite some time. Okay. Okay. And these were, most of these are suggestions from Utopian Nemo. Okay. Utopian Nemo user. And uh, he messages me from time to time, and he's got some great suggestions, and I want to share them all here with the users and let's start off with ace attacker okay ace attacker now this is a volleyball game from sega mm -hmm. and this is for the arcade now this one could have potential jam of the year really potential jam of the year uh it's a possibility okay okay wow Balanced BGM. That's what we got. What do you say when uh, you're about to spike the volleyball? Spike the V-ball. You say four. Something. No, up. you go. You go. I guess what you normally say before you spike is you go. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. That's what you say, right? You go, uh, right. or you know, you, this is what I do. I, when I, before I spike the ball, I go, I go, eighth. What? What? All right. So here what? is balanced BGM. I go like this, eighth, eighth.
That right there. Ace attacker. Balanced BGM. Mm-mm-mm. That is... That is so delightful. Hmm. Now, if I'm not mistaken... Is this... Is this uh, Hiroshi Kawaguchi, I think, maybe did the music to this? I don't know. You'd, you'd have more of an insight into that. Where are you seeing that? Well, yeah, I think maybe that's it's the composer of um, of Outrun, among other things. Okay. Maybe, I think. taking me back to 1988 not that i even remember it because i was barely born in 1988 you know what i mean mm-hmm. but you wouldn't you wouldn't be born for another what 12 years or something like or that 15 years or something something like that i can't remember that's how young i am i don't remember being born so yeah really interesting uh top-down perspective this is in the early days of sports games you know still trying to figure it out but i'm glad that they have this kind of jazzy beat jazzy tune for a sports game That's good. It's good. Um, I'm going to start things off on my end with a Super Famicom game. And this is kind of a, it's an interesting situation here. So this game is called Yokai Buster Ruka no Daiboken, or Luca, Luca's Adventure, maybe. And so what this is, is. It's. It originally came out on the Super Nintendo as the as a Jetsons game. There's a Jetsons game that came out on Super Nintendo. I think there's only one Jetsons game on Super Nintendo, and um, this came out after that uh, in Japan, and it's a reskin of of the Jetsons game. And it's kind of it seems like they enhanced various things about the game when I mean, they redid all the graphics. But it's the same, I guess, engine. And it's a new soundtrack as well. So okay. it's kind of a different... I mean, it's more than just a reskin of the game. I think it's uh, sort of an upgrade or, or something, maybe. And But it's the basic game, is, is I think, is probably pretty similar. Um, so that's interesting to me, that that happened the other way around. Normally, that sort of thing would happen where a game comes out in Japan and then it comes out later in, in North America and they they reskin it, for example, Super Mario Brothers 2 or something like that. Um, or even, you know, they kind of changed a lot of Power Blade, actually, you know, I think, when it came out in North America. I mean, kind of, you know. But anyway, um, now you know what? This is a probably a much more major overhaul, though, because 
the backgrounds are different and all the creatures are different and stuff. So it's even more, more of a bigger change than those other games. But anyway, um, so the composer on this is, uh, Mitsu, Mitsuhito Tanaka. And, um, this is, we're going to hear stage two. And I don't know if that name is familiar to you, Mitsuhito Tanaka, but I think I meant stage two. What? Oh, that, yeah. I've heard stage stage two. two. Have you heard of stage two before? I heard stage two. They have stage, they have stage twos in other games, you know, but, um, Mm. so you might've heard of it, but no, stage two, stage two gets around. Yeah. There's a lot of stage twos in games. Um, but Mitsu, uh, Mitsuhito Tanaka is the same composer as flying hero and Melfan stories and other games. And anyway, you can really tell that it's, it's the same composer as Flying Hero, and you can tell, is what I'm saying. You can you can hear that style. You can hear that Flying Hero style in this track. So here it is from Yokai Buster, Ruka no Daiboken, music by Mitsuhito Tanaka. This is stage two. This is music from Yokai Buster Ruka no Daiboken. Music from Mitsuhito Tanaka. This is stage two. Hmm. Love Very that. Nice. Very nice. So I don't know how familiar you are with the Flying Hero soundtrack, but this sounds like it could have been in that game. You know, I feel. Hmm. Very flying hero. Very. Mm. So, yeah, there, there you have it. Very nice. And, you know, the Jetsons game on Super Nintendo does not have that soundtrack. But it's got Rosie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, let me hit that one more time. Hold on. Hit it from the beginning. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, one more time. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on a second. Okay. Hold on. And here I come with the track, and here it is. Meet George Jetson. <laughs> mm. Here we go. His boy, Elroy. <laughs> and I don't remember the rest of that. Jane, his wife. Boy, yeah. Jane, his wife. The Jetsons. <laughs> I don't. I, I, just came to me. Just came to me. I was inspired. Uh huh. So, uh, by the way, that the, it, we got reskinned from this some anime or manga that. That's it's based on some anime or manga, you know. This Ruka no Daiboken thing, yeah. So it was a some kind of franchise in Japan, so or that's what they reskinned it as. Ninja Burai Densetsu is where I'm taking us next. That's on the Mega Drive. And the track we'll be hearing Wiko Chan of the Best Village. Okay, that I made a mistake. I said Ace Attacker was Hiroshi Kawaguchi, and I'm no, that was I don't I don't know that I don't know who did that. But this track, this game was composed by him. Okay, okay, Hiroshi okay. Kawaguchi, I think, did the music to this game, not Ace Attacker. I I don't know who did Ace Attacker. There was a little um, cowbell or something there. Did you hear that? Yeah. One cowbell. Let me me hit that one more time. Yeah. Here we go. 
<laughs> it's just one. There's just one. That's all you need. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, let's see here. Um. Next up, I'm gonna play something from a game I was just playing just now before I we we got together here. Um, this is a Famicom game, New Ghostbusters 2. Not to be confused with just Ghostbusters 2 on Nintendo. This is Famicom's, it's for the Famicom, New Ghostbusters 2, which it also did come out in Europe. Um, but this is New Ghostbusters 2 and made by HAL Laboratory. I think, because the composer is Jun Ishikawa. And Jun Ishikawa, uh, well, it's, I'll say this, we're going to hear stage three, Apartment. And Jun Ishikawa is the same composer as the Kirby games, <clears throat> and you can tell. Oh, yeah. You can tell. Just like you could, t- you could tell that it was the same composer of Flying Hero for the other game. For this game, New Ghostbusters 2, you can tell that it's the same composer as Kirby. You can tell. So, I guess listen for that and enjoy the track. Stage 3, Apartment from New Ghostbusters 2, Jun Ishikawa. This is music from New Ghostbusters 2 for the Famicom. Music by Jun Ishikawa, Stage 3 Apartment. And like I said, I mean, Kirby, Kirby's Adventure right here, I mean. Right? Yeah. Loving this. By the way, you can watch a full playthrough of this that I did on the Patreon. That's right. Yeah. And there are regional differences between the PAL and Famicom that I didn't see uh, mentioned anywhere, but it's oh. just like more enemies and kind of different colors in the Famicom one. Oh, is that right? There's Not more that enemies. Not you play the PAL one, but... More I actually, enemies, more colors? I believe so. And uh, I got the PAL version originally God, 2003 or something. I got it at a store and I played it in my top loader. I didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, played all fast. But it worked. Huh. And I played it, it worked. It, yeah, I didn't beat it. Though, but it, you can play a PAL game in your regular and Top Nintendo? loaders and top loaders. Oh, uh-huh. They don't have the region lock. But, uh, yeah, it'll play too fast. Yeah, speaking of colors, I Winston is blue. Blue, yeah, he's blue. What What's up with that? <laughs> they have, and they have plenty of, you know, brown in the game. 
There's why brown. is he like, it's why not is like he blue? Used all the colors. Yeah, I don't understand. Why is he blue? I think he's just suffocating the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's blue. I don't get why they made him blue. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like to do uh, Winston and uh, what's the nerd's L- name? Lewis. Lewis combo. I like those two. I was Ray. doing I Ray and Winston. I was doing Winston. Well, I was doing Egon and Winston. Okay. You can play basically with you play with two Ghostbusters, and you can select Lewis if you want to as well. Ghostbusters. So I was playing with Egon and Winston. Egon mm. being the main one, and Winston being the, the other one. Uh, because I like. Well, who's your favorite Ghostbuster? Me. All of you, both of you. I, I mean, probably if I had to pick one, I would say. Uh, I guess Egon. I think I like Egon the most too. Who's Bill Murray? Is that I, Ray? Peter. Peter. Who's Ray? I only oh, s- yeah. I only saw the cartoon version. I haven't seen the movies. Okay, but based on the cartoon. I like Egon's hair a lot. Well, that's much <laughs> different in the cartoon. Blonde. It's Wait. this blonde, blonde. Yeah. So like, are you telling me that all three of us are saying Egon is our favorite? Wow. The reason hmm. I, I like Egon is because... I don't know. He's he's cool and smart he's and stuff. Cool, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. And he's I like his attitude. I mean, a lot of people would say Peter Venkman. You know, they would say that Bill Murray is their favorite right. because you know he's sarcastic and he's Bill Murray. Yeah, and 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 you know, when I was younger, I might have even said. I mean, I don't. Well, I guess I wouldn't count. Well, never mind. Actually, I was going to say I liked Rick Moranis when I was younger yeah. a lot. In fact, I got his autograph once. But um, would you count him as a Ghostbuster though? Well, no, I mean, I guess not, but I, I yeah, kind of a temporary. Doesn't he wear like a volunteer the volunteer Ghostbuster? But doesn't he? He in Ghostbusters too? Doesn't he get suited up and stuff? And yeah, oh, I thought that was the first one. Yeah, I guess. In oh, theory, in the maybe the I second one, first one. Anyway, he yeah, I'm gonna just go with Egon though. Egon, for, Egon's yeah. cool, and he's got that kind of he's kind of dry, you know, which I like, and I like mm-hmm. that, and uh, yeah. Also, want... that's kind of a cool name, huh? Egon. Egon. Is a cool I name. had a friend named Egon in high school. Oh, you did? E- but oh, e- cool. It was pronounced Egan, but it was oh, spelled Egan. Egon. Uh-huh. So, I, would, I would say Egon. Yeah. He did not like that. Huh. But uh, how do you like this game so far? Just out of curiosity. Or oh, how do I like it? Yeah. It's cool. It's what I would call a relaxing game. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. after, you know, I just, I, like played, yeah. I just yeah. played through Falcyon, and, yeah. you know, I, I kind of... I would say I got close to mastering it. I mean, I'm really good at it. I can beat. I can. Mm. I mean, I got really good at it, particularly mm-hmm. last night. And um, so did you the, beat it last night? Yeah, I mean, we have yet to record our our thing, okay, but I mean, I'll get. Sense. I'm going to get into my whole Falcyon journey in that. Right, so if you can hear more about that on Patreon.com/slash/LegacyMusicHour, but um, but. That game's really hard, and to go from that to this Ghostbusters 2 game, it's just, this is, you know, very relaxing, I would say, you know, it's not, it's just, you just, you kind of sit back and enjoy it, and if you're a fan of the Ghostbusters, you know, you just kind of enjoy your time with the Ghostbusters here, you know? It's the best Ghostbusters game on the system. Yeah. It's, you know, not Ghostbusters 1 or 2. Yeah, I mean, you know, it has, you know, cool music, and... A pretty cool, um, but also cool and simple and kind of easy mechanic um, where you have to, you know, trap, get the ghosts, 
kind of hit with the proton pack and then trap them, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Ghostbusters 2. This is so... Kirby. It's so Kirby, though, too. So, some of these... I mean, this track in particular, you know? But anyway, yeah, so that's that. Um, Yeah, okay, that's that. Okay. Langrisser 2 is what I'm going to do next. Mm-hmm. We've heard from this game many times over the last decade. Jeez. Decade, decade. plus. Decade plus. This track, this track right here is called One's Side. Sir, two, one side, Mega Drive. Oh, this is a good track, really good track. Uh, so good. It's, I mean, it's, it sounds like other tracks from this game, you know, that we've heard on the on this show before. You know, I mean, this is good, really good. Yeah. The intro reminds me of something like, kind of like Space Harrier or something. Well, it, it definitely to me the intro re- really reminds me of this. There's another track from this game that. That was played on the podcast before. Do you call this... it Space Harrier? <laughs> I do, because I don't say things correctly. <laughs> it's like Perrier water. Yeah, exactly. Right? You don't say you don't call it Perrier. Uh, space Perrier water. Space Harrier. Perrier. That was that part's Perrier. cool too. Yeah, that part. I love the little breakdown with the stops and mm-hmm. This is very. You could work out to this music, you know what I mean? This is aerobics music. Oh, that's a fast session, yeah. You don't need weights, Rob. Uh, you know, just working out. Well, I mean, uh, that's aerobics. Not that's not weights. All right. Doing Taibo. Listen to this. This part. This is cool. Oh, yeah, see, that's another problem with using this other program. But anyway, yeah, that's a cool yeah, track. That's a very good track. Very good. Very good. Could be track of the year. Track of the year. It's up there. Yeah, no, it's good. It's really good. 
Yeah, that breakdown at the end is cool. Yeah. Right. That's good too. Yeah, that's that's really good. And that I think is Noriyuki Iwadare. Um and if not if not then uh well, I'm pretty sure that it is, but if it's not, then it's Isao Mizoguchi. Mizoguchi. <laughs> ah. Anyway, yeah, it's a good track. Oh, um, all right, well, let's turn things over now to Gabe Castro, who has okay. a couple tracks picked out for us today, I think, right? I do, actually. I have a few tracks picked out. Let's just get right into it. Uh, this first track comes from Snake's Revenge. Have not mm. heard from this on the podcast. <sighs> this is from the, this is the sequel to Metal Gear for it's, the Nintendo, isn't it? Sort of is, I guess, yeah. Um, but sort no, of is? is? What do you mean? No, it is. I mean, I guess it's not the true sequel, they say, because that would be the MSX Metal Gear 2, which is a different game completely. Is that right? It's it's right, but um, I don't really know the story. But this apparently had none of what's-his-face's involvement, the Kojima guy. Oh, yeah, Hideo, Hideo. Kojima. And uh, or something like that, I don't know. But anyways, so that doesn't matter because we're just hearing the music, and it's going to be Forest Area, and this is from... Tutsomo Ogura, Snake's hmm. Revenge for the NES. area from snake's revenge nes Konami. good very good track very cool, good huh? track cool nice groove and i believe this 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 fool worked on bayou billy as well right because it's got some of those bayou drums well I, yeah i don't know is it is know. it you reckon I, th- I think so i think so but it sounds I, I feel like that, that. it does bayou feel billy. like a bayou billy you know yeah. of sorts you know 
It feels yeah, I like, like a I like that really repetitive thing and how things how it sounds and everything around mm -hmm. it. I just think it's a cool groove, yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's great. This is a good track. Um, but yeah. I don't Oh yeah, yeah, he did. Yes. 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 On, he's on Bayou? He is on Bayou, yeah. Oh, okay, that makes more <laughs> sense. He's in the Bayou. He's in the Bayou, yeah. Right. Gosh, it really makes you think. Is he the only composer listed for this game? I believe so. It makes I you think. So. Then it makes you think that it may, it because there's four think. composers on Bayou Billy. Right. Oh, and so oh, it makes you, you think, think. Oh, okay, yeah. maybe it wasn't those other people. It was just mm. him, you know, or yeah. or at least the track that sounds like you know this on that game. Even like the way that like the little things kind of fade in and out. That's very to me Bayou Billy. Uh huh. It's cool. But there you have it. That's Snake's Revenge. I have not played this game, although I own it. You have it? Yeah, I mean, I've had this for. Is it? It's not similar to Metal Gear. It, yeah, yeah. It looks at me. Yeah, it plays similar. It's just it's different somehow. But I can't really. I don't know. I haven't really played it, so. And it's regarded as not a very good game. I would say. Hmm. This, this is good right here. Yeah. This is very good. I, hmm. Yeah. I I feel like I've heard this track before, somewhere. You know, it sounds I mean? like something to me too. But I think there's something that sounds like it. I can't think of what it is. This could be a top tenor for me, actually. Right. Well, this you is know? a tenor for me. This doesn't have Rygar vibes for you a little bit. Kinda, I kind of see that a little bit. I mean, no? No? A little, a little it, uh, just uh, the you know, this, this like much. <laughs> what? What did you say? A touch? No, you said this, this much. much. <laughs> this much. This much. <laughs> this much. This um, much. Yeah, that's good, man. I love it. Uh, some other good tracks. I, yeah, I just, I kind of like that kind of you know, repeating groove, you know, mm -hmm. and it's it's almost kind of in a modal zone here in the beginning here or something. Right. I don't know. This, to me, sounds like something else, too, actually. Right. It does. Well, to me, it doesn't sound like a Konami song. It reminds me of, like, a Shatterhand or a... Yeah, it does kind of have that Natsume Iku, sound. Mizuto, yeah, or even Kanuya Mashita, maybe, yeah. you know? Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, it, it definitely this part's my favorite right here, you know? Mm -hmm. I love that, how it goes back into the groove. Mm -hmm. You know, it kind of, it almost kind of reminds me of, um, what, what is it, Zen Inter? No, no, no. Um, I don't know, it's something else, too. Maybe that's Zen funny, Inter Galactic that, Ninja, you know? That's funny, because I had a track picked out from that game. That I, from Zen? It got bumped because of this, yeah. Oh, really? There you have it. Snakes it got Revenge. bumped. Huh? I'm just curious about who was on Zen or Intergalactic Ninja. A bunch of people. None of those, yeah. No, I mean, none of them being this person. I think Tomoyo Tomita, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. What else does it... Or maybe I'm thinking of... Uh, what's the other with game Turtles with the hair? 3, maybe? No, what's the game with the hair? You know, you hit the people with the hair. Oh, hair. Kabuki Quantum Fighter? Oh, Kabuki Qu Quantum Fighter? Who made that game? That's some... Not Konami. That was... How, maybe? 
Yeah, that is a Howl game. Um, okay, well, no, it's not that either. Anyway, no, I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, just something sounds familiar here. A lot of things yeah, sound no, familiar. Yeah, no, no, it sounds, yeah, yes. I don't think I've ever listened to the soundtrack, but I was like, oh, I know this. I feel like I've heard it before, actually, to be honest, yeah. Possible. Possible. Uh, up next, uh, we've heard from this game. Uh, this is from Multiplay Volleyball for the Super Famicom, and this track is World Cup Volleyball Game, and mm-hmm. composer is Toshiyuki Takine. Volleyball game from Multiplay Volleyball for the Super Famicom. There you have it. Hmm. There you have it. Yeah. So I should mention that there is crowd noise that we took out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you just want to hear the track. You, you know? want to hear the track, yeah. So yeah. there was a channel that had sound effects. So. There's actually a couple channels that have sound couple effects. Channels, but... yeah. You heard a little bit of it. Well, no, no, you didn't. Oh, you didn't, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> you didn't. We well, did, were, we did. Well, we heard a little did. bit of we it, but you bit, did but not. Meaning, no. you, the listener, the oh, user. Oh, uh, well, there you have it, multiplay volleyball. Another volleyball track this episode. Uh-huh. And you know what else? Might be a third. No. Well, maybe, but... Isn't... Do, skin, I mean skins. You know that the the balls have a skin, don't they? That's true. Uh, well, yeah, they sure do. And and also sometimes you sometimes people play shirts versus skins, not volleyball, I guess. But, but there is a lot of skin that's shown sometimes when you play volleyball if you're on the beach. Sure is. So there's a lot of skins involved here. A lot of skin in the game. Okay. Next up, we are going to hear from what? Um, I'll tell you right now. It's coming up right now what you're going to hear from. And it is a Super Famicom game called Gumple. 
Um, gunman's proof. Uh, hmm. Okay. I I have a lot. I mean, I, not a lot, but I'm, I have some stuff to say about the name of this game. Um, but I'll save it for when the track is playing. But we this is um, an unknown composer. The developer is Lenar. And um, this game is uses the uh, link to the past engine, um, and it's an overhead action sort of shooter adventure game. Very oftentimes miscategorized as an role playing game or as an RPG. It's not. It's not though. Really, so far from a role playing game, and. Um, it's a good game, and it has good music. And we're going to hear Scenario 2. This game takes place in the Old West, and a lot of the tra- tracks have an Old West theme. And, uh, you know, or kind of are takes on classic kind of Old West tropes and music. And so Scenario 2 is, is one of those tracks. And, um, yeah, this is just, this has a nice Old West sound to it, and um, it sounds good. This is Scenario 2 from Gumpel, Gunman's Proof. This is music from Gumpel, Gunman's Proof, for the Super Famicom, and this is Scenario 2. I love that thing at the end, you know, that, Mm -hmm. but I like how this just has a nice sort of, you know, Old West kind of sound, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. What well, is it kind of like? Is it kind of like Saints Come Marching In? I know. I wouldn't so? say that. I wouldn't say that, but Something. it definitely sounds reminiscent of, you know, cowboy music, you know? 
I mean, just the melody, like right here, uh -huh. especially. This, oh, right, all right. The saints go marching yeah, that's what, that's what I, mean. I guess a little bit, yeah. This part, I love this part coming up right here. That's good. That is good right there. I like that. Um, yeah, that's, so that's good. Um, and uh, let me talk to you a little bit about the name of this game, Gumple, okay? There's a bit of a debate uh, over the name of, of what the actual name is of this game. Um, a lot of people seem to think that it's... I myself had this thought too that it was mislabeled as Gumple when it actually maybe should be called uh, Gunpru uh, or Gunpuru, right? Uh, reason being is in Katakana, it's it spells out Gun Gunpuru, right? But in English, it says Gun Gunman's Proof, which a lot of times they'll do this is they'll they'll make a what is it called a portmanteau or whatever they'll they'll con they'll conjoin two words to make this new word so for example gakisha boy is called gakibo colon gakisha boy because it's gakisha and boy you combine them that you kind of take the first part of one of the words and then this first part of the second word and you can kind of combine them to make one word so you take the geki from gakisha and then um you get you know the bo from boy and you make gakibo with that right so with this game it's you would think that okay oh i guess they're trying to do uh they're trying to combine gunman's proof by doing gun and prue so it'd be gun prue right or and they, they, it says gun so the, the katakana actually says gun puru right so it seems like oh they're trying to do that but the other thing is that you know, there's no L sound in Japan, in Japan, so or Japanese, so there is. So it would seem as though so Gunpuru could also be understood as Gumpel as well. Okay, so I don't know if you're following me or not, but anyway, but if you look into it though, there's two things that kind of tell you that. So it, look, if you're going off of that stuff. I would say, yeah, Gunpru should be the name of this game, actually. Gunpru or Gunpuru. But if you look into it a little more, and I found one discussion on the internet about this, and it was a guy who kind of told everybody off, and he was kind of being a jerk about it, but he was right, though. In the text, I, in some kind of coding text in the game, it's actually labeled as Gumple, and it's spelled G-U-N-P-L-E. So the designers actually are calling it that. And then one might kind of say, well, maybe they, they think that that's how you're supposed to spell it in English because they think that it's supposed to be, you know, Gunpuru is supposed to be spelled like that. But no, the real, okay, that's one thing. But the biggest tell is that the, um, when you load the game up, there's, there's a crowd of kind of men, it sounds like, that are yelling the name of the game out when you, for the, the the title track of the game, and they're clearly saying Gumple. I mean, if anything, they might be saying Gumpo, Gumpo, maybe. They're saying Gumpo, but they're not saying Gumpoo, 
and they're not saying Gumpuru or they're not saying Gumpru. There's no oo sound in what what they're saying. In fact, I'll just play a tiny bit of that right now. Listen, it goes. Uh, no, you hear that? Oh, sorry. Do do you hear that sound right there? Mm-hmm. Here, I'll just play that again. Here. You see that? They're not saying there's no oo sound there, so there's no there's no chance of it being gumpru or gumpru because you're not hearing any kind of oo sound. They're saying gumple, or if anything, it's an us. It's some sort of us sound or gumpo, gumpo, or something like that. Let's hear it one more time. It sounds like they're saying oh. I mean, it sounds like they're saying um oh, but if anything, oh maybe oh gumpo. But anyway, point being is, they're, I mean, one more time. Let's hear it. Unless they're saying gum pro and they're kind of changing. No, no, it it doesn't even make sense. It's, it have to be, it's gump. I mean, it's, it's in the text. Gumple. It sounds like they're saying gumple. If anything, maybe they're saying gum pro or gum, gum, gum pro. Maybe they're saying gun pro, which is kind of like gun, a combination of gun and you know gunman's proof you know if you just chop off if you just do gum pro but it, it wouldn't make sense to the katakana because the katakana is saying gum pru if anything or gum pru so i don't know if any of this is making sense to anybody here but the point I, is what you get it the point is uh, is it's gumple yeah. it's gumple that's the that's the name it's gumple play, play the music. huh just turn, turn up a little bit <laughs> Well, Baba always said I played too many video games. And, but hell, all these little Japanese men running after me, yelling my name, said, Gump, Gump. Next thing I know, bought a video game. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is It's like Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Say all these Japanese man yelled my name, and I said, oh, "All right, all right, I'll be in your video game." <laughs> it's funny that he has like a stuffed up nose, kind of. Yeah. Oh, he kind of had a little nasal. Wasn't it a little bit nasally? Forrest Gump? No. 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 <laughs> how how would you have done it? My mom said that these Japanese men were following me around, saying "Gump, Gump." And I said, why don't you be... I can't really do it, but, you know... Nah, uh, <laughs> I think it's a little, a little higher pitched. Jenny. <laughs> Gumple is the name of the game. It's definitive. People better recognize. It's not Gumperu. It's not Gunpru. And by the mm. way, I'm with you. If it wasn't for the the audio samples of those men saying gumple and if it wasn't for the the coding of the the in the uh the the text in the coding that's is labeled as gumple i would say okay it's actually supposed to be gumpru but uh no it is gumple and the proof is right there in the audio the gunman's proof what the gunman's proof the gunman's proof is right there yeah um, 
Because yes, Gunpuru could be go either way. It could be that could be interpreted as Gunpuru or Gumpel, but you heard it. You heard it. I gave you the example right there. So uh, the proof is in the Perudin. Pudin. Or pruding. The pruding. Do your pruding. Okay. Let's see here. I'm going to move on to another Utopia Nemo suggestion. I would like to play Warriors of the Eternal Sun. That's from the Sega Genesis. Here we've got the Azkan Sun. And I think the full title of this is Dungeons and Dragons, Warriors of the Eternal Sun. And I think the composers on this are Paul Mudra, Frank Klapaki, and Dwight Okahara. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. Warriors of the Eternal Sun as can wander. God, this drums are so good. That's too good. Utopia Nemo winner. He's been <laughs> sending lots of bangers, and I keep putting them off to the side because I want to play other tracks, but it's time.
Da da da. You know, it sounds like that music. You know, uh, the classical song. Mm-hmm. The what do you, I think well, that's called, they used it in 2001 Space Odyssey, but I think that's called "Thus Spoke Zarathustra." Is that right? I think. When I say they, I mean he. I like this kind of scary turn it takes. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, it's the spoke Zarathustra. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Who did it? Who's the composer? Ricard Strauss. Strauss, okay. Yeah. That's a banger from 1896, back then. Da <laughs> da. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Dun 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 dun. Okay, um, I'm going to move on to. Brain Lord for the Super Whoa. Nintendo. Brain Lord. This is a hidden gem of a game on Super Nintendo. It's kind of one of the it's one of the best. Um Masanao Akahori is the composer, and we're gonna hear five adventurers. Um that's uh yeah, this is music from Brain Lord. This is music from, or that was music from, well, and here it is again. This is music from Brain Lord. Brain Lord for the Super Nintendo. Music by Masanao Akahori. This is Five Adventurers. Good track. Yeah. yeah. Hang in Brain Lord. I love this part. That's good. It's a good track. Uh, 
What more this can you is, say? It was a very good game. Yeah, good game. I really mean, good game. I feel like this game just doesn't get the attention. No, it doesn't. People don't know. This is a really I think, good game. I figured at this point, there's been so many videos or whatever, hidden gems and all right. that thing. But no, this I is... Just, I feel like still, this this is like up there. This is up there. Yeah, oh. no, this is my... You know, if I was making a hidden... I mean, you know, if people... People ask me what are some hidden gem games. This is a game I'm going to say, you know, for Super Nintendo because yeah. it's a game that people don't really know about, you know. And so, hmm. yeah, it's good to have a game that I can say, oh, here's a good one that people don't know about maybe, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in a way glad that it's this is my hidden gem, you know, that there's no, yeah. um, I mean, it could be yours too. Um, well, mine's Pilot Wings. Well, everybody. <laughs> but... You know, because everybody's got their hidden gems, but I'm saying, oh, well, okay, here's mine. I'm, I'm glad no one else is talking about this. A lot of good music in this game. Mm-hmm. I want to play this game again. Yeah. Kind of hear that. I'm going to close out my set with Ninja Spirit. Mm-hmm. In the name of the Father, the Son, Ninja Spirit. Amen. Round two, Forest. This is an arcade game, and this is round two. It, this game was also ported to the TurboGrafx-16, of course, and we're going to be hearing the arcade version. Spirit Round Two Forest. That reminds me of a late '80s, early '90s song. What is it? Uh, to me, it sounds early '80s to me, but 
What do you know what song I'm talking about? Shoot, I I can't even tell you what it sounds what it sounds like, but that's very reminiscent of it. I know there's a user out there that can help me out here. Hit that beginning one more part, one more time. Hit that beginning part. Yeah. What's the name of that song? <laughs> There's a user out there that knows what I'm talking about. This track sounds really, to me, very kind of new wave, new wave kind of '80s, uh, kind of '80s. I don't know, um, electronic, kind of electronic or something like that. You know, kind of almost kind of goth or something like that. You know. Or maybe kind of industrial, early 80s industrial. like industrial dance, kind of. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Industrial, 80s. It's very 80s, though, especially this one part. You know what? It's a track that was used in movie trailers. It was <laughs> used in a lot of movie trailers. Huh. You know, they, they used to have the same uh, formula. It's like mm-hmm. the Pablo, the Pablo Francisco bit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Do you remember that way he does the movie narrator? Yeah, 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 yeah. In a in a world, one man against everyone. They played this. This track was in a lot of movie trailers. This part's That's narrowing up. it down. This is coming up right here. That this part's really cool sounding. It sounds very eighties here. This sounds like some kind of 80s goth type thing or something, you know? You know? Oh, Road Rash vibes right here. This is Road Rash. Right, no, it does sound like Road Rash, though, too, actually. It's got some sort of 80s industrial sound, you know? Or two or something. Hmm. I don't know. Head hunter, that song Headhunter. That's like an eighties industrial hit. Um all right. What's the, name, what's the name of that song? Headhunter. There wouldn't be in any trailers. You sure? <laughs> yeah. You've heard it before. Headhunter. That's the Herbie Hancock album. Right? Headhunters. <laughs> so my last track is going to be from a Famicom game called Heracles No Echo 2 or Eiko 2 um, Titan No Metsubo so Glory of Heracles to Titan's Downfall and um, I don't know are you familiar with this game 
Gabe by any chance or even Rob? Can't say that I am. I'm not. I'm not either. This is. We, we heard from this. This is from a series I've heard of the Glory of Heracles. Same series. I'm assuming. It's yeah, Heracles. I yeah. think it is. Yeah, Glory of Heracles. That's a, that's one of them. Yeah. I mean, Heracles being the um, is that the Greek version of Her- Hercules, or is it the Roman version of Hercules? One or the other, right? Mm. It's Data East's um, role-playing game series. Um, there was, I think, four of them at least during the third, fourth, uh, the third and fourth generation. The first two being on Famicom, and then the part three and part four being on the uh, Super Famicom. We heard, we've heard from those in the past, the ones, the part three and four. But um, you know, a lot of Data East boys are on this these tracks. Um, this this game in particular is just two of them, and it is. Uh, Yusuke Takahama and Shogo Sakai. And we're going to hear this track called All Are in a Myth. Of course, this series it revolves around uh, mythology, you know, um, either Roman or Greek mythology, whatever Heracles is. Uh, it's uh, Well, I guess I can just look really quick. What, what is Heracles? Is Heracles Greek or Roman? Greek. It is? That's my, that's what I'm going yeah, with. Yeah, 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 you're right. Heracles is Greek, and Hercules is Roman. So it, it's about Greek mythology. So that's that's what these, you know, are they center around Greek mythology. So uh, All Are in a Myth is this track we're going to hear, and this is an the ending track to the game, which is partially a kind of medley of tracks from the game but they're not they're not the way they're normally played in the game they're kind of variations on and different renditions of tracks in the game so it's kind of a medley of sorts um and but if you were to hear the regular way they played play in the in the game then they're they're a little different than how this is in fact i would say that you could still play one of these tracks on its own from the game and it would be legal on a subsequent episode. Um, At least for the most part, I think. But um, anyway, so here's music from Heracles no Eiko 2, Titan no Metsubo for the Famicom, music by Yusuke Takahama and Shogo Sakai. Thank you. 
That was music from Heracles no Eiko 2, Titan no Metsubo. And that was from composers Yusuke Takahama and Shogo Sakai. We heard All Are in a Myth. And like I said, you know, this is a sort of a medley of some of the tracks from the, the game. But kind of different renditions of them than when they normally play. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, there's some of the there's certain parts that I really particularly like. But yeah, this is the Data East role playing game series. I almost kind of think of this as some sort of overture in a way or something like that, you know? I, I like when the next part of this track is... I mean, the next part of this section is really good here. So this part coming up right here is really good. I like this. Yeah, it's almost like there's this, these movements, you know, or something like that, you know? And then it kind of becomes kind of bossa nova you here. And... I, I like this part a lot. This is not... This is not doesn't sound like anything in the game right here. Yeah. 
It almost sounds like a Konami kind of thing. Yeah, there you have it. Um, so... For a full track listing, you can check out LegacyMusicHour.com and you can also comment there if you'd like. Um, there's other places to start discussion or contribute to discussion about the episode If you, you know, for the few of you who want to do that. Um, you can go to Discord. We have a Discord channel or whatever it's called, a Discord profile or whatever. Server. <laughs> Discord server. Um and that is just like it's on. There's a link to it on legacymusichour.com. You can also email us if you want at legacymusichour at gmail.com. Um, there's a Facebook page. Uh, and if you like the show um, and you want to rate and review it, you could do that on Apple Music or Apple Podcast. And what else? Um, well, anyway, thank you to Gabe Castro who. Um, um, helps uh, edit edit the episodes and um, thank you to Jess Heichel, otherwise known as the Manatree, for helping compile the mixtapes, which are coming out. They come out every week. There's not a a regular episode that comes out. A mixtape comes out on Wednesday every Wednesday um, with regular episodes coming out every first Wednesday of the month. And, uh, yeah, we're just climbing up there with, uh, I think the most recent one, or I don't know if it's out yet or not, it was 170, I think. So we're, we're kind of getting there. I mean, we're 90 episodes behind, but we're kind of, you know, eventually we'll catch up, but, um, yeah. And then also you can check out, there's now the mixtapes are now coming out on YouTube. So, um, you can check those out. I think every Friday those come out and that has the cover art for all the games, on there, which is pretty neat. Um, YouTube.com slash Legacy Music Hour. There's also clips from the podcast there, video clips, and there's also playthroughs on there and um, other little things. And I think that's about it, right? Um, Next week, or next month, I should say, um, I'm thinking we should do a uh, focus. A focus. What do you say? Yeah. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking... Old West. We did yeah. one way back in episode 56 of the podcast. Okay, that was the second year of the podcast, but it is now the, whatever, 12th year of the podcast or sort of 13th year if you want to count the hiatus. But um, the, uh, the so we, we would do, it would be our second focus on Old West music. What do you say? Do you like that idea? Well, partner... I reckon I do. Okay, good. Um. Oh, but Gabe, you don't want to. <laughs> I just can't think of anything. Well, you got Lone Ranger. You know, I mean, there's your favorite so game. Does it, does it have to sound like the Old West? Or does no, 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 no. It, it has okay, to be right, from what Old West like, games. Old West games, not sound Old okay West. That, yeah. I mean, look, you got Lone Ranger. You got Wild. I know you well, like Wild Gun Smoke. Guns. 
Gunsmoke, Wild Guns. You wild like Wild Guns. guns. I do I like can, Wild There's guns. a lot of games that you would want. I have, and I love Wild Guns. So there's a You're lot right. of stuff. You know? right. No, no, I was just kidding. I said no. It was, yeah. I like, no, I like no, no, like no. No, but they, it doesn't even need to sound Old West. It could. It just has to be from an Old West game or oh, an Old West now? stage. How about the Super Nintendo an game? An Old West stage. So, for example... You know, if I don't know if there is in Turtles in Time, if there's an Old West stage that they are in and that, and that game, then that track would count, you know. Um, of course, there's the Time Lord has an Old West stage, but I think that already was played on the podcast. But, you know, sure, s- stuff yeah. like that, you know, so, yeah. Um, or Fible goes west on Super Nintendo. Oh, they had that? They had that. And when I mean, say they, I mean he. He. <laughs> he had that? Yeah, exactly. No, just he had that. Not when right. I said he earlier, I meant because Kubrick. I meant Kubrick. You know, I said, oh, they used that. Oh, they used that for the movie. And I mean, mm-hmm. well, I guess Kubrick used it is what I meant. You know. Mm. Anyway, but I was just joking just now when I said that. But anyway, um, uh, okay, well, that's it then, I guess. You know, um, what are we going to close with? Oh, okay. Well, it's another game we haven't heard from. Uh, it is Thunderbirds for the Nintendo Entertainment System based hmm. on the marionette i guess tv show right uh, i was gonna say that i was gonna i was kind of thinking i as a joke i was gonna say oh the the, the oh, marionette no, it show is. it is though the okay, title wow. theme is that's funny like the theme from the show or something but, oh, um, okay. uh i'm kind of a little interested in this game actually just because it's kind of weird but um so anyways this is just stage one from that game okay so yeah okay well there you have it um my name is brent weinbach I'm Rob F. Switch. The name of the show is The Legacy Music Hour. Thank you for listening.